Left Curve Comedy Network. Da 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 distraction. 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 Distraction. What's up, everybody? This is Will, host of Distraction Podcast. This is the podcast where I teach you about some common everyday item that's overlooked that everybody knows about and we use, but no one really knows the history and its origins. And that's what I do: is I teach you about the history and origins of that item, hopefully without being interrupted or sidetracked. But there's been a pattern on the show where I can't seem to keep the back door closed. People just pop in here whenever they want. So who knows what'll happen today? And Martin Jones on Facebook asked me, what's up with dental floss? Where did dental floss come from? Who invented dental floss? I want to know. I floss every day. I'm a good boy. And so I'm going to teach you the history and origins of dental floss. We all know what dental floss is. It's pretty common nowadays. We're asked to do it every day. Some people do, some people don't. But it's a cord of thin filaments used to remove food and dental plaque from between teeth where toothbrushes can't reach. And so... You know, dental floss in its current form is... is de- uh, uh, I need... I can't need help. Are you okay? I'm trying to get cookies from mom on the top shelf and I can't reach them. I, those are my... You can't have our You can't have our podcast cookies. Those are for us to snack on to keep our sugars up. They have we, my face on them. I just wanted to grab one oh and my compare gosh. it. Oh my gosh, are you little Debbie? Yes. Unbelievable. Whoa. You didn't I, recognize me? No, I didn't. Well... <laughs> You're, you've aged some. Uh, you still sound like a child, but you look like an old, old woman. I have the vocal version of the Andy Milanakis thing. Oh, oh yeah, the the comedic, the uh, chubby kid from, uh, I forget what show was the he Andy on? Milanakis show. Yeah, well, wasn't he on something before that? Uh, maybe. Yeah, okay, I think he got famous from something first. He's not as he... famous as me, little Debbie. No, people know who you are. I love your treats. Oh, oatmeal cream pie. I, it's And the oatmeal cream pie is up so high. Do you want to eat your own cookies? I want to at least take a picture. <laughs> Why do you want to take a picture? You you run the I'm factory. Trying to, I'm trying to get views on Instagram. And you think this is going to like to come into my podcast studio, eat my box of cookies I paid for at the at the BP? Well, you seem like a fan and you do what, and you know what you're doing. Who what has- are you doing here? <sighs> oh, no. Uh-oh. Yes, hello. I thought I smelled inferior snack cakes in here. Oh, no, it's Senor Nabisco. Mm, yes, <laughs> I prefer to go by my regular name, The Hostess. Yeah, oh. The Hostess. Oh, no. I didn't realize there was a, a mm. burgeoning a huge man behind the... Yes, yes, yes. Billionaire... Playboy, the hostess. <laughs> I do like your cream filling actually better. Like it, you didn't, mm. you wouldn't think that there's much difference, but the cream filling in a hostess mm-hmm. snack cake is way more delicious. Little Debbie's have supported those at two forty-five in the morning at a gas station since nineteen forty-five. It's not. You're not wrong, and I do. I do when I am uh, Ubering home. I'll occasionally ask the Uber driver to stop off so I can buy your cakes. But if I'm if I'm sober and I want to eat something, I go to the hostess. Oh yeah. But how so- often are you sober, William? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Maybe from like 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. And then after that, it could go downhill. Ha <laughs> ha! Time for Team Debbie's. Now you should hand me one of them. Can I have room for both of you in my life? I don't know. Can you have a sponsorship from Coke and Pepsi? Mm, yes, can you? Uh, I think you can. Yeah, if they pay you money. I think oh, you can do both. I didn't know. Thank you for <laughs> yes. responding to that. I, I did not know as well. 
Okay. Well, guys, I maybe you should go like become friends and talk about what you have in common, which is making delicious snacks for people in various states of sobriety. You're you're tall enough to reach shelves. Yes. Do you fancy ding dong? <laughs> get out of here. Please leave. And get and I would like to just mention that I Established the fact that little Debbie, despite her voice, is an old, old woman now. I'm so 41! That's not old! So she can play with as many ding-dongs as she wants. Moving on. So, the commercialized dental floss was actually invented by a person. But, just to make note of this, ancient people, uh, based on some archaeology and their dental kind of mouths and that sort of thing that people have studied... did use some things to clean their teeth out and they probably got the idea from watching macaque macaques the monkeys (laughs) because the the monkeys used like uh you know coconut fibers and feathers and and sometimes even human hair to clean out their teeth and so humans use sticks and chew sticks and even horse hair to clean out the grooves of their teeth what was that did you just say holy shit it's a horse how did you get in here? The door was wide open. You know what? I, I would be shocked by a talking horse, but you're not the first one to be on this show, so now I'm pretty like I'm pretty like cool with talking horses. I think it's awesome, man. Did Thanks for coming. I was just walking by, just trotting. Oh yeah, I like how you're trotting in place there. That's pretty cool. And I heard that my people's manes get used to clean the teeth of a human yeah well ancient humans uh it looked like through archaeological records that that humans probably used horse hair uh to clean out the spaces between their teeth i don't care if someone's grandma uses my mane to clean their teeth just have the respect to do it when we're alive let us be in on the experience. You want to watch a human clean their teeth with your hair? Is that some sort of horse fetish? It's about the consent. <laughs> oh, so, but how good do they get their consent? They were using deceased horse hair. They don't get donor permission from horses. They don't look at our do- at our horse trotting licenses. I think there were a lot of procedural absences back in ancient history where there were, when there wasn't a lot of like formality to what they did to survive or you know keep up their hygiene. So I, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure that ancient people, if they knew better, would have apologized or gotten your consent before they used your dead ancestor's horse hair to clean their teeth out well aren't they up on their high horse but let me say look let me just practice though on you what's your name my name is dirk douglas dirk douglas (laughs) double d the double d horse yes uh now let me just see if this works uh dirk may i uh get a little less you just got right up in my face, man. <laughs> just take two steps back. You're going to put part of me in your mouth. Oh, do I get your consent to do I was going to ask That's for your part, consent first, I, I but it feels like now up. you're asking me to ask you for consent. It's which- a dance. <laughs> so, I feel like I'd rather... Ch- I, I, I am captivated by the chase, so I'd rather, like, I don't know, play it coy for a minute. You're like, ah, Dirk, ah, I just ate a sauerkraut sandwich and i just didn't want to play games all right can i put you in my mouth i mean your hair in my mouth to clean out my teeth that's very forward but yes thank you Mm. Mm. 
this does work really well. Oh. It's all about the consent. That's all us horses want. Thank you. I enjoyed my time very much. I'm off to the ranges. Okay. <laughs> I like maybe Dirk. What range is he talking about? Uh, the gun range. There's a gun range around here. Uh, <laughs> I like the Dirk's going off to shoot a couple of rounds. Uh, moving on here. So ancient people did use some form of, of floss, but formally floss gets the uh, credit for being invented by uh, a dentist from 1815. His name is Levi Spear Parmley. And he is the first person documented to have suggested using, at the time, uh, what he called uh, a wax fiber, a wax silken thread, to run through your teeth in order to uh, clean out food that is unable to be reached by a brush or a pick and so he was the first one in 1815 he was from new orleans who started telling his patients between coming to my visits you need to use this silk fiber to clean your teeth out at least once a day he even wrote a book in 1819 called a practical guide to the management of teeth to encourage what the fuck is that somebody said they want some uh some new orleans style gumbo (laughs) oh I, i was talking about new orleans but i Actually, I love gumbo, so I won't turn it down. Oh, you want some gumbo up here? <laughs> it's a team of gumbos. You didn't hear that riverboat call coming by your, your, oh. by your door? I didn't, I didn't even. I mean, it's on the back of a trailer because we are landlocked here. But uh, no, I didn't. Well, come on here. Get you some bubble. Let me get you a little bowl here. Let me get you, give me some. Okay, yeah. Give me a bowl of gum. I'll take free. You're going to like this. <laughs> okay, awesome. I love gumbo. Oh, be careful now. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Why is it? Why is it cold? Oh, well, that's just how we serve it out here on the boat. Yeah, <laughs> you just cut. We don't got heat. <laughs> or electricity. It's hooked up on the trailer. <laughs> Guys, this tastes sour. Is it supposed to be sour? Well, it's, we made it about two months ago. Yeah. Oh, for the love of God, are you keeping it? You don't have power, which means you don't have any refrigeration or anything to keep uh, it? Hey, the boat uh, takes uh, care of it. Uh, have a refrigerator. Uh, <laughs> you must be one of them city folk. Oh, there's something moving in my mouth. Is there something alive in this? Yes, a crawfish. Oh, for the love, how does it survive? Well, that's just the magic of the boat. Crawfish can swim in anything. They can swim in a nuclear waste. They can swim in batteries. Oh, my God. This doesn't have nuclear waste in it, does it? Oh, not this time. I couldn't get my hands on some. Oh, my God. What's your... Why are you guys selling street gumbo like this? Wait, this is terrible. It's a pandemic. You got to sell anything you can. (laughs) Is that the rule of the pandemic? Uh, Yes. What else are you selling? I fix cell (laughs) phones. You crack a screen, I'll fix your screen. That's, like, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that. so you've got a gumbo. You peel screen? the skin of a crawdad. <laughs> I've never done that once, ever. You can put it in an iPhone 6. <laughs> you can use crawdad skin as a screen for an iPhone mm, 6. Good substitute. Make a good money, make a good gumbo. See, that's something to see. That don't want you to know. That's, that's something you only learn on the river. Uh, yeah, is there anything else? Uh, I find this very fascinating. Is there anything else you guys are selling? Uh, we also got some old fresco. Oh, how old is it? Oh, it's two weeks. Oh, two weeks old. I see that just you've just got it there in a bucket. Like, do you just dip it out, or how does that work? Oh, yeah, this is just a fresco that we uh, that we just collect. 
uh-huh. from old cans, and this is the last time that we updated <laughs> you it. Forage, yeah. Your Fresca Forager. I also sell Scentsy. <laughs> you want some Scentsy? No, get out of here. Yeah. This, is, this is like every terrible friend oh, on Facebook. Yeah, it's trying right. to get you in their pyramid scheme. Oh, tell no, your friends about that gumbo. gumbo phone right. repairs. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys? Do you guys have a business name or anything? Yeah. Oh, we just the Riverboat Boys. Yeah, RBB. They call me Sticky Mickey. <laughs> Sticky Mickey and the Riverboat Boys. Mm. Oh man, that sounds like uh, that sounds like a great movie. What was that movie called with the uh, George Clooney and it was like Batman uh, and Robin? <laughs> Deliverance. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> Get out! Get out, Gumbo Boys. <laughs> it's like the Saki Bottom Boys. This would have reminded me. I can't think of the movie. Oh, brother, where art thou? I got it. There we go. All right, here we go. So, um. Uh, Dr. Parmley uh, recommended using this uh, silken fiber between their teeth. In 1850, wrote the book in 1819. And this was during the time the dentists were still pulling rotten teeth with turnkeys and filling cavities with tin foil and making dentures out of ivory. But well, this what else would you expect us to do? Uh, who are you? Uh, Clinton T. Mather. And what I, that is exactly what you did with teeth then. What is that? What, what? You, you, you use the tools you had there, and you used them in a way they weren't intended to be used. <laughs> so you are admitting that you used tools on teeth that you that weren't supposed to be used on teeth? No, I'm just saying, like, if, a, if teeth need to come out of the mouth, you got to find a way to get them out of the mouth. So if you need to take, like, a, a fork, or, or if you, you're going to use, like, a, like, an old railroad spike, something like that, you can help. <laughs> you can put a tooth on it, and then you just... Pull till it come out. So you, you, uh, how do you pull a tooth with a railroad spike? How does the pulling work with that? <laughs> Very carefully. Okay. Mm. What, what other, what other horrific ways have you gotten teeth out of mouths? Well, I mean, I, as a 1856, 1815 doctor. I understand. I travel through time, uh, but I, but. <laughs> yeah, you're but like, you're I, like doctor, you're like dentist too. <laughs> 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 I don't I don't much take time to you uh, making fun of my profession. No, I I love dentists. I I go see a dentist twice a year except for this year because mm. of the pandemic, COVID. It's sort of like uh You skip? I'm scared. You skipped? Oh, I skipped. Go? No, I I skipped. So I, you might have something rotten in your mouth. Uh there there I could be. I could be. You got any tooth pain? Yeah, sometimes like gotta, there's like one tooth back here like on the upper upper left side of my Jaw that has been giving bothering me a little bit. You got an old fish hook. An old fish hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, I do. Uh, I this used to be the uh, uh, Fuddruckers, this building, and uh, some of the tchotchkes still on the wall. All right, well, I just pop one of those off, stick it in your mouth. Uh, you close your eyes real quick. I just pop it right up. Do you have you? any kind of uh, anesthesia, or do you numb it? <laughs> <or> just... <laughs> I mean. Right. You're gonna fish hook out pray. my, but how do you know it's rotten? Maybe it's just maybe nah, there's just something you, stuck in it. You, in the 1850, you knew it was rotten. This isn't 1850. This is 2020. It could maybe there's some better way now. What? Then you fish hooking out my mouth. What? What better way to pull <laughs> teeth? This sounds what like a gangs of New York trick. No, I'm just saying. What better way to pull out teeth than using what's well around you? You just reuse, reuse, reuse. That's why people died when they were 13 in the 1800s. Well, no. People died for lots of other reasons. Like what? Uh, cholera. Uh, <laughs> Which came from like sharing probably dirty fish hooks. The shivers. Um, 
haunting. Uh, a woman once died because a man told her no. <laughs> now, uh, Dr. Mathers, was it Mathers? I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody, I'm too scared. I don't think so. I appreciate it, but oh, I'm, right, I'm going to send you, you back know. in time. I'm just going to hit no, your little, watch. I'm going to punch your pocket watch here. That's scary. I'm glad that dentistry has come a lot further. And and Dr. Parmley is part of the reason for that. The guy who basically invented dental floss because he was the first dentist to uh, describe preventative medicine, preventative dentistry, rather than just coming to the dentist to get your fucking tooth fish hooked out of your mouth by a dirty cholera wand. And so... Uh, Dr. Parmley recommended this. He- <laughs> oh, preventative. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, I am just a concerned housewife, and this is my husband. Okay. And I'm just saying that, like, what other place do you go for prevention? I mean, you should go if you have a problem, but we don't, like, need to just keep getting x-rayed. Uh, you you have a problem with modern medicine and and... Taking care of yourself before there's a problem? Please don't do this. Please don't do this here. Well, no, it doesn't I, sound like your husband agrees with well, you. Uh, of course not. We, you're just going to do this again? It, you're going to do this again. We're here you, again, and you're going to do this again. Every every single time she brings this up. I'm I just, just I'm just saying, like, what other... He didn't pl- want to come in here with you. Do you, go in, to, do you go to a doctor and just get your body x-rayed? I do not go to a doctor ever. I just go... I go to a doctor, but... Oh, so Are you going to things called doctors? They are the true physician. They oh, are they? they don't, they're, not, they're not covered by our insurance, and she does not understand. <laughs> they're in network. They cost a lot, and I don't think that those Band-Aids really stick. I'm just saying, I don't think there's a reason for you to be coming in here and telling people that preventative medicine is worthwhile. Well, I'm not telling people that. I, I Dr. Parmley kind of talked about preventative dentistry and uh, to take care of Again, your teeth before the... Again, with the lies. Where is this all coming from? I don't know. A history of people dying from, you know, cholera oh, and, yeah. and oh, shivers oh. Okay, so te- when they could oh, prevent oh. getting shivers. So or... tell me about another time in the world where people didn't die. I'll wait. Uh, right now... I mean, I wish I was dead sometimes, but... <laughs> I can understand why, sir. Why do you Why do you stay with this woman? What? Uh, ta- taxes, really, but... What? <laughs> you get a tax break? Are you offering him preventative care about this marriage? Uh, I wish that I had. Could, Honestly, could you, I, how, did anybody uh, ever offer you preventative care? Like, give you some warnings about this lady? All my friends... Yeah, and you, why didn't you take it? Taxes. <laughs> Just the tax break. It was real bad, man. It was 2008. It was about to be the recession. Um, <laughs> the housing bubble popped, whatever that means. And I think your water popped in it. And are I you was guys trapped? Can I ask you? Are you guys what? happy? Are you guys happy together? I mean, I, I, I will not endorse preventative medicine through the, the rest of this podcast. If you can just tell me right now how you guys honestly feel about one another. I think that a marriage is driven into the ground until you need help. <laughs> you are living your truth. And that's what I, you know what, I, I, that's what I could see could be attractive about you is that you're bold and you just stick to oh, your I perspective. I don't need you to tell me I'm attractive. I have my 
beliefs. I have my God, Safety okay, please. protecting me, driving me, and I don't need preventative care in any fashion to make sure that I'm taken care of. Okay. Hey, um, you know what? There was uh, there's a time traveling dentist. I know this sounds strange. Uh, I think maybe Doctor Matt. Oh, because time travel doesn't. You exist. just said <laughs> the magic word that I really hope you wasn't gonna say. What time travel? You said it dentist. twice now. <laughs> now I'm gonna say if you run into this dentist, uh, he's willing to uh, when your teeth go rotten after you, like you've driven them into the ground, he's willing to fish hook them out for you. <laughs> Finally, somebody that actually lives by reduce, reuse, and recycle. I hope he is covered by our insurance. Yeah, because our environment is bad. I don't think he wants to be compensated other than maybe perhaps you just uh, you just saying yes to all of his desires. <laughs> My husband? No, the dentist, the time-traveling dentist. Oh, so now you want me to get preventative sexual care from a dentist. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Get okay. out. Get out. I know I'm I never going to win I'm this argument. The bike. <laughs> It's all yours. And so uh, there was a time gap between Dr. Parmley's ingenious suggestion for all of us to remove food from between our teeth with waxed silk thread, the first kind of floss, and the time it became commercialized. And so finally it was commercially available. Floss was silk, unwaxed silk thread to get food out of your teeth by a company called Codman and Shirt Left. And they started producing this unwaxed silk floss. And you're going like, why was there such a gap between 1819 and 1882? It's because the Victorians preferred to use toothpicks. And that was the posh in fashion thing to use was a toothpick. In fact, it said that Charles Dickens of Dickensian novel fame, A Christmas Carol, etc. Had his own personal reusable toothpick with his initials on it that would like flip up like a like a switchblade i can really use a toothpick right now (coughs) are you okay well what do you need a toothpick for well i've never really had one my family usually uses all our christmas money to give me medicine but i really (laughs) could use a toothpick (coughs) are you What's wrong with you? What's... Well, my leg's messed up. I think I have cholera. You have cholera? Just... Can you... Would you mind stepping out of the studio? I feel like cholera is highly contagious. Well, it said that there were free vaccines here. That looks like a cholera leg to me. That is a mangled, dangly leg. That is like a noodle hanging off a brick. I don't know what's happening. Thanks for bringing so much (coughs) attention to it. Don't cough. It makes it wiggle. I'm sorry. Uh, what kind of... Me- I don't know that I have the... Me- you want a toothpick. That's what you asked for. Yeah, preferably... I don't have a customized toothpick like Charles Dickens. I don't have any toothpicks, honestly, in here. Tim? Oh. Tim? Are you in here, Tim? Yeah, I'm, in- I'm here. I'm here, Mom. <laughs> How did you get in here? Your slimy leg left a trail of ooze. <laughs> I just thought I'd believe really hard, and maybe Santa would grant me the oh. ability to at least walk a little bit oh, better. baby, we told you Santa doesn't visit our house. <laughs> uh, I know. Oh, no. But he gets to go to my friend Darius's house, and he gets to go into their window there. Sweetheart, what did we tell you about Santa? If you can't meet Santa this year, perhaps you'll meet Jesus next year. <laughs> Guys, you need to settle this That's family true. matter somewhere else. I don't have any toothpicks, and I don't have any Santa magic for you. Come on, honey. We'll go home. We're going to make a delicious dinner, and we'll sit here and think about impending doom. Come. What All is right. that fucking smell? It... 
It is my son. <laughs> yeah, I had yeah, some a... gumbo earlier from some nice gentlemen. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's not doing anything for your leg, but live it up, man. You want that cold, weird crawfish gumbo? You should do whatever you want because I think you're gonna be dead soon. All right. Well, I guess we're leaving. Come on, mom. Bye, guys. God all bless right. you all, everyone. <laughs> Very Dickensian. Very sweet. Um, I don't think anyone learned a moral lesson there, but that was very nice. And so, finally, Dental Floss was commercially available to people in 1882 by Codman and Shirtlift. And it didn't get picked up right away. Like, people weren't really sold on it uh, immediately. Like I said, people were into toothpicks until 1898 when the Johnson and Johnson Corporation finally pat I don't know how this works but they finally patented dental floss a waxed silk thread that uh, doctors would use for stitches so all of a sudden Johnson Johnson patented their design and they're selling it and then it starts catching on a little bit and then James Joyce wrote about dental floss is the first time dental floss was kind of depicted in a novel it's or in Jamase Joyce Get it right, please. <laughs> Everyone says it wrong. It's Jamase. Ja James Joyce. Jamase Jam Joyce. It's Jamase. Everyone always writes James. It was a different time. There was a lot of things I couldn't say about myself. Oh, you're Jamase. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. You are hanging in there. You are hanging on. Yeah, and that's what West Hollywood does to you. <laughs> You're a survivor for sure. I'm sorry that we've been mispronouncing your name all these years. Um, I, honestly, I, conversations in my world don't really bring you up too often. Uh, you're not quite much of, you're not like an icon like you used to be. And that's a damn shame. Yeah, Jamase, but I, I really did appreci appreciate your contributions to American literature. And you know what else I contributed to? What? American candies. <laughs> you, you also made candies? Yes. Butterscotches. That's you, Jamase. You made Jamase butterscotches? Godiva is actually how you spell Jamase. No way. It's pronounced Jamase, but you all say Godiva. What is that? Does Godiva, I've always heard of them having chocolate, not butterscotch. That's because there's a lot of things you don't know. But now my ghost is back yeah. in my body, looking beautiful as ever. Yeah, well, making the 70 look like 25. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, the body's not in that great a shape. I mean, your spirit is very nice, but the body... I'm fresh looks, out. Looks a little... The <laughs> ground. Yeah, it looks like it. I wouldn't go, like, walking around in public like that. You're going to freak people out. Uh, that's just how I roll, baby. All right. Uh, see you, Jamase, and thank you for stopping by... Oh, <laughs> God, that was... I don't know which was grosser, that weird kid leg or... <laughs> Jamase Joyce's dead body reincarnated. All right. So James Joyce wrote about dental floss. This is the first commercial like entertainment that referenced dental floss in uh, the book Ulysses. And uh, the adoption of dental floss finally came into play at the height of World War II because the price of silk skyrocketed, skyrocketed, and uh, all the dental floss was made out of silk. Did someone say that something skyrocketed? <laughs> no, I I accidentally mispronounced skyrocket. And... Do not say the word Skywalker in my presence. Oh, uh, are now are you uh, Kylo Ren? Uh, my name is actually Kyle. Oh, you're Kyle Ren. 
Yeah, or are you, I, yeah, I'm actually yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm not really that known about. I just like to you know wear his outfit sometimes and go you know. Oh, you're like judge. a you're like a Comic Con kid. Yeah, yeah. It's I thought you I thought you recognized me when I took my face off. Sorry, I'm big on YouTube. It's a me, Jaja Binks. <laughs> oh no, duh, no, duh. it's just me, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. <laughs> oh, you, Brandon, is funny. there any way you could choose a different Star Wars character? No, Jar Jar's awesome. No, and he spent a lot of money on that yeah. costume, dude. Do you, you spent money on that costume? Absolutely. It, I, I bought this on Amazon. It was seven hundred dollars. I think you got. I think you got to return that. He gets the best death threats. That's how yeah. good that outfit is. <laughs> you get death threats for wearing. Yeah, that? Jar Jar Binks is hated by lots of people. But if you actually are part of the Jar Jar cult, you fall for him every time. Are you worshiping Jar Jar no, like, no, no. A, like, like a like a god, like, like a spiritual person? No, that's insane no tell me about this jar jar cult i'm that just you're saying bro- that like it's like it, you, it's like an online community where like people like we do like jar jar cosplay we write like jar jar, jar fan fiction okay that's all good that's fine are you familiar with the uh cult of set mall santas they play kickball with the jar jars pretty often oh well that sounds pretty friendly and normal that's fine yeah, I thought I was afraid that maybe you were into something you didn't understand and you were you were going to like, you know, jeopardize your future, or maybe your safety if you were worshiping something, if they were making this cult was making you do things you wouldn't normally do. So, okay, so just to be clear, you you were concerned that I might worship something that millions of people in the row either don't wish existed or hate. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> It's okay, Brandon. We actually have a con, uh, a, a panel we can go to. Oh. This guy's making you feel kind of weird. Yeah, I want to go to that panel about the making uh, little uh, mache paper mache figurines of yourself and uh, your friends. All right, awesome. Okay, hey, we got actually, we actually have a panel we got to go to. All this right. was really awesome. Uh-huh. Boys, yeah, this well, is so see cool. ya. And yeah. remember, remember, <laughs> don't say Skywalker. It's me. I'll try not to. Okay, uh, so dental floss became very popular uh, in World War II uh, because there was another dentist, Doctor Charles C. Base. And he created floss out of nylon, and that's what we currently have today is the nylon floss. And it was You're better than welcome so- for the nylon floss. You wouldn't know what to do without Dr. Bass, so you're welcome. Well, you are Dr. Bass, but you have a very high falsetto voice. Understandable. <laughs> very. I mean, that's very spiritual. You're, like, bringing us some religion right now. You get in trouble when Dr. Bass gets here. <laughs> is, is, this, is this your hype man? Also known as my... Yes, my hype man. Okay. Dr. Treble. Are you Dr. Treble? Treble Cliff. Oh, Treble, treble like Cliff. Y, like, Are you Treble like Cliff? Y, like Wycliffe, but Treble Cliff. Yeah, Treble Cliff. I just love, like, this is so cool that you guys have this duo going on. Yeah. Do you, what What do you guys do? What do you, what, what kind of messaging do you bring to people just as a team? show all the beautiful things that Nylon has brought into our lives. Would you mind preaching or singing on Nylon for a second yeah, for me? Yeah, so yeah. I can say all the things about Nylon I can but my favorite way to see it is on a can you don't know this baby but Coastal states, they put nylon all around 
Take off your pantyhose at night. Buy in bulk. And you're not in the room. Sometimes Buy I stick them pantyhose in my mouth. But not in a weird way. <laughs> I just suck that nylon between the spaces in oh, my teeth. Oh, no, no, Jesus Buy Christ. Bulk. Uh, Dr. <laughs> Travel Cliff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we went off the rails there. No, nope, uh, well, I don't understand. I think that yeah, we yeah. were getting a very informational song about nylon is used <laughs> in the intercontinental United States, and you just basically confessed to some kind of weird fetish. It was dis- it was disruptive to say the least. <laughs> no no judgment. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like we all have friends who who make Dr. weird choices. Bass doesn't kick shame, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay, I I apologize. I apologize. Okay. None you do what you you do what you do. Well, finish what you're gonna say. No, I'm sorry, no, Trevor. Tri- 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 Trebles, Trebles, embarrassed. Trebles no, no. <laughs> I was just startled by it. I was, I was like hearing very, like, like nice data-driven information about nylon, the way nylon is practically used. It was almost like a film strip in school, and then all of a sudden it was yeah. Pornhub.com. No, there's nothing pornographic about cleaning your teeth. It's okay, Doctor Treble. We got an Italian dinner date with the Sopranos. Let's go. Okay, well, boys, thank you very much. I I appreciate you informing us a little more about nylon, and uh, I don't know if I get more adventurous, I might hang out with Treble Cliff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so nylon floss is what we have today, and eventually, uh, floss became a part of the American and Canadian daily personal care routines in the 1970s because that is the time that the American Dental Association finally started promoting floss as a valid, legitimate hygienic thing that people should do and so floss really took off and uh johnson and johnson has the patent and today there's all kinds of different floss for your teeth but all the credit goes back to macaque no i'm just kidding the 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 credit goes to dr levi spear parmley who in the early 1800s initially started telling his patients to move silk thread through their teeth and that my friends is the history and origins of dental floss. Thank you very much to my improvisers tonight, Daryl Holland Quest. What's up? And Chad Woodward. Hello. And accompanying the whole thing, Paige Scott on the piano. And of course, I want to thank Martin Jones on Facebook again for giving that Sucking awesome money. Sucking those patios, girl. <laughs> but not in an unconsensual way. <laughs> unconsensual. Uh, very good. And uh, be sure to support the show in Red Curb Comedy on Patreon.com slash Red Curb Comedy. We have all kinds of great shows on there. I'm Will, your host. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode of Distraction Teeth. Don't forget to subscribe, baby. Yep. Ah, ah. Give us your Patreon dollars. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Bye. Da, 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 da. Distraction. Da 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 distraction. Da 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 distraction. Da 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 distraction. Distraction. Red curve. Red curve comedy network. <laughs> <laughs>